Yo. Yo. Hey. Yo, yo. What's up? Mm-hmm. Not much. I got distracted for a second because your shirt <laughs> looks like the PDX carpet, but it's oh, not. I love it. It's it little just, fox faces. It's uh, the same color as the PDX carpet. It kind of is, yeah. The, pat- the pattern is yep. foxes instead of those little weird, foxes. Those weird little hash hashtags. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hashtags. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> I just visited a, a, a friend's house. He's got one of the uh, you know portions of the carpet that oh, they yeah, sold. Oh yeah, they kind of sold off. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. I remember hearing about a couple that got married on a section of the carpet. Really? They put it on their altar because they had a long-distance relationship for a long time. <laughs> and so they'd always meet there when, like, one of them would, sure. you know, Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. I thought it was kind of cool, though, when I went to his house and saw that, you know, square of carpet. Yeah. Because the thought of... Does he have it up on the wall or on his no, floor? No, it's, it's on the floor as, like, a, like a, uh, like a entry mat. Oh, that's cool. And I just thought, like, how many people... From all over the world, passed over that yeah, that's square of cool. carpet. Uh, it's such a Portland thing to it do really to like is. fixate on a yes. damn carpet, a piece but, of carpet. <laughs> but there you are. Uh, keep Portland weird, I guess. <laughs> that's right. But keep Austin weird first. Huh. How all you right. doing? I'm doing well. Good. Yeah. Me too. You know, just doing my thing. Yeah. Looking forward to having a day off this week for yeah. Turkey Day. Me too. Yeah. It's gonna be good this week. Oh yeah. It's technically two days from now. Oh, shoot. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? That's next week. But, uh, I mean, it is for us. Well, it is. But for you guys, yes, it's two days yes. from now. Or if you're listening in the future, it was way in the past. Yes, it was. I say way in the past, hoping that you guys, somebody's listening to you. Going to the back, the back catalog. Yeah, the back, back, back catalog. Oh, boy. I don't know about the back, back stuff. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know about back stuff either. I'm a... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Oh, boy. I almost said I opened myself up to that one, but that oh. one I've also... Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm not even drunk, uh, still. Mm. It's the last recording session where I'm uh, a teetotaler. Mm. Speaking of... Yeah. <laughs> I went all in today. Yeah, you did. You're not drinking beer this week either. <laughs> I'm not. I'm being a good boy and drinking <laughs> George Dickel uh, rye whiskey. Nice. <laughs> you're... Man, you're... I, like I was telling Alan... Pace yourself, my friend. I know, I know. I need to. I need to make sure I don't drink this like I drink a beer, right, uh, which yeah. is a, an issue. Um, and I'll be real silly on the second mm-hmm. episode, which I mean, is given the band, it's kind of oh boy, that tracks. Oh boy, uh, it kind of does. Uh, uh, I used to drink a, uh, a lot of whiskey. I mean, that sounds bad, mm-hmm. but no, I used to drink whiskey. Uh, actually, I, I had a period where I, I drank more whiskey than I drank beer. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get some whiskey nice. for the recording tonight. Nice. Or, yeah, I, there's literally a liquor store across the street. So. Yeah. I, I was like that too, except for me, it was rum. There was a point okay. where I was drinking more sure. Sailor Jerry than I was oh. beer. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I love Sailor Jerry. Mine, mine was uh, uh, Jameson. Oh, yeah. I was, because it was, you know, it was good to me and it was cheap or, or reasonable, nice. you know. So, yeah. Nice. I am, yeah, like I said, still uh, non-alcoholic, but uh, not for very long. I'm drinking the lemon-lime twist flavor of that delicious Zevia zero-calorie soda. Oh, that's soda. right. That's right. <laughs> that's what I was, I think I was drinking that last time. Um, but we're not here to talk about uh, boozing hard tonight. <laughs> we're here to talk about music. Yes, we this are. This is a fun one. This was an interesting yeah. choice. This... Oh, man. I was real thrilled. Uh, and I'll tell you guys how it kind of came about because I had a completely different album planned. But um, we are listening to 
the original soundtrack to Eddie and the Cruisers by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. I've never heard this. You have never heard this. One minute, two, and then one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love, and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So, <laughs> this episode is really the story of two bands. Yeah. Two bands. Yes. One yes. is fictional. Yes. One is not. And, and this uh, was a learning experience for me here. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. So, I, well, I was just going to say this kind of came about because my uh, younger brother, I think, was uh, sent a screenshot of... Uh, I think he uses Spotify still. Um, he was listening to the last track on this album, and he said something about like, "Man, this track is still like this is still fire." And, uh, and I was like, ah. "I think, oh, yeah, that's, uh, oh you'll you. see, you'll see." Um, I was like, "That would be a fun one to talk about." We've never done a soundtrack. No, I've been no. waiting for the perfect opportunity to bring a soundtrack to the podcast. And so I said, hey, is it too late to change my pick? Because I had something completely yes. different planned. Yes, you and you were, yep. like, you were like, no, it's not. Because yeah, uh, I have yeah. an inkling that if Kirk is anything like me, he's not listening to these <laughs> albums until like two days before we record. But uh, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'm worse than others, but yeah. I'm really excited about this. My family, we I was raised on this movie. Really? We watched it all the wow. time. And if you're not familiar with Eddie and the Cruisers, I'm not surprised because it was a box office bomb. Yes, it was. So, um, so um, what were you, what were your thoughts when I? So, you, well, first of all, you I think you were a little baffled because I, I sent you the link to the album and you're like, your pick is the Eddie and the Cruisers soundtrack. I was like a sound, but I guess now that I see it, like I've never picked a soundtrack because it's normally made up of different bands, right? Which would be yeah. a little tough. But I guess this one does work because it's one band. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but when you first sent it, I was just like, a soundtrack? I thought maybe you made a mistake and sent the wrong link. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was trying to double check with uh-huh. you, like, really? And yeah. you're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And you even asked, like, if I was aware. And I was like, just somehow I was like, yeah, I've heard of the movie. I've heard of the soundtrack. I've heard of, I knew it was John Cafferty and his band. And I'm like, as aware as I was, I was like, I have to know this. No. I know the first song. I mean, everyone. because it was a hit. Everyone in the world knows the first song. But beyond that, no, I didn't know any of this. I've never seen the movie. Wow. And I was going to, I, this morning, I was like, oh, uh, while I'm doing some other things, I'm going to put the movie on. Uh Uh-huh. You can't find it. No. I tried to rewatch it before we recorded, too. Here's your option. Ordering the DVD yep. off of Amazon. Yep. That's yep. it. It doesn't was... stream. The shitty sequel is streaming. Yep. Oh yeah, but... I could find that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> I even like you. Usually YouTube, you could even find like uh, a, like a, a yeah. real shitty version. Right. Nope. It's probably got like Dutch subtitles. Yeah, or exactly. Something on it, but nope. Yeah. Nothing. No. Uh, the trailer. I found the trailer uh-huh. and watched the trailer. But 
I was a little disappointed in that. I was like, yeah. I didn't watch it. Well, let's uh, let's talk about it yes. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, hmm, do I talk about the movie or the the the, <laughs> the actual band first? Uh, yeah, I don't I'll know. Give you, I'll Whatever. give you a little Cliff Notes uh, synopsis of the movie. So, Eddie and the Cruisers is about a fictional uh, bar band from New Jersey in the 1960s called Eddie and the Cruisers, yes. and um, the whole, I guess. Um, structure of the movie is that Ellen Birkin plays this uh, TV journalist who is trying to find out what happened to these master tapes uh, for the cruiser's second album that um, the, their record label just hated. And so <laughs> the day that um, they play this like demo for the label and it gets denied, Eddie Wilson, the singer, drives his 57 Chevy <laughs> off of a bridge and n- no one have found his body and the master tapes are missing. Yeah. And so it's told through flashbacks. So Ellen Birkin is visiting the surviving members of the band just to, you know, get the history of the band and find out maybe if they know where these masters are. So um, it's based on a book by P.F. Klug. I did not know it was based off of of a book. I have been watching this movie my entire life. Had no idea. It does not have, like, based on the novel by Blank at the beginning of it. Um, So the cruisers are Eddie Wilson on guitar and vocals. Uh, He's played by Michael Paré. Frank Wordman Ridgeway, uh, he's the piano, pianist and lyricist. He's played by Tom Berenger. Sal Amato on the bass, uh, played by Matthew Lawrence, not <laughs> Joey Lawrence's <laughs> younger brother. Um, Wendell Newton on sax, played by Michael Toons and Toons. Also, uh, he was a member of John yes. Cafferty and the Beaver Brown yep. Band. Doesn't have a single line in the movie. Doesn't says, he? Says nothing. <laughs> Uh, but he plays a mean saxophone. Uh, then you got Joanne Carlino on the backup vocals. She's Eddie Wilson's girlfriend. She's played by Helen Schneider. And Kenny Hopkins on the drums, played by David Wilson. Now let's talk about the actual band behind the music. So I was so excited to talk about this one because I listened to it. And when I'm listening to it, I'm listening to it as an Eddie and the Cruisers album. Yes. You are listening to it as a John, John Cafferty and the yes, Beaver Brown band I, album because which, you've never seen the movie. Because that, and that's kind of interesting that I yeah. wonder if seeing the movie would change my it might. perspective in any way. Yeah. I don't know. It yeah. might. Um, so John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown band. Sorry, are, I was just going to say one other thing. is I look, The director of the movie is Martin Davidson. Yeah. And I had never... He no, did I don't a know few who. things, but... He did a bunch of television yeah. uh, and a few other movies, but nothing I'd ever even heard of. Yeah, and Michael Paré, the guy who plays Eddie, yeah. um, he really just does, like, directive video. I was going to say, I've seen, uh, I know that name. and, like, yeah. uh, he, he does, like, I a lot see. of horror. Yeah, that's probably why I know Probably him. why you yeah. know him. Yeah. Um, so, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band formed in 1972 in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, their current members are John Cafferty, of course, Gary Guitar Gramolini, <laughs> Michael Antunes, as we mentioned before, Jackie Santos, Steve Burke, Dean Castle, and Don Culp. 
Uh, so they got a little bit of a success uh, in 1980 with a self-released single pairing two of their songs, Wild Summer Nights and Tender Years, which we are going to hear yes. um, on this soundtrack, sold over 10,000 copies and then had radio play up and down the Atlantic seaboard. Uh, despite their success, they were ignored by major labels due to persistent critical <laughs> comparisons to Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, which you oh, will, oh, oh my uh, God. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, that's going to come that, up. That's, uh, uh, that's a fair uh, criticism. Yes, it um, is. So yes, it is. Producer Kenny Vance, who is the producer of this album, he's a longtime fan of their band, um, offered them the chance to score this movie, and that uh, helped them achieve international success. So um, I was I was kind of floored to find out that this was their first real album. Yeah. Yeah, they had only was done a the, movie soundtrack. It's uh-huh. crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But, I mean, that's kind of the story of some bar bands i mean yeah i suppose kinda, sure you know so um you get you get an in where you can whenever you wherever you can find it yeah so vance asked davidson who you said was the director right yes yeah so yeah. uh to describe his fictitious band and their music yeah. and initially he said that the cruisers sounded like dion and the belmonts but when they meet frank their new lyricist mm-hmm. they have elements of jim morrison and the doors however davidson did not want to lose sight of the fact that the cruisers were essentially a jersey bar band <laughs> and he thought of bruce springsteen and the e street band so the filmmaker told vance to find him someone that could produce music that contained elements of all three bands and um, Davidson was getting close to rehearsals for the movie when Vance called him and said that he found the band, uh, and that was John Cafferty and the mm-hmm. Beaver Brown Band. Um, so Davidson met the band, realized they closely resembled the band as described in the script, right down to Cape Verdean saxophone player yeah. Michael <laughs> yeah. Antunes, mm-hmm. whom he cast in the film as Wendell Newton. And... Um, Initially, Cafferty was only hired to write a few songs for the film, but he did such a good job of capturing the feeling of the 60s and the 80s that Davidson asked him to score the entire film. I will agree with that for sure. Yes. The 60, 60s to the 80s, yes. Yeah, and I mean, there's, a, there's a, a few tracks on this album that are covers yes. of yes. songs from that era, mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, holy crap. So um, it was produced by Ed Frug, uh, who only produced John Cafferty, and then Vince DiCola, who produced the John Cafferty albums and Frank Stallone albums. <laughs> so, oh, boy. <laughs> um, that was released on March 31st, 1983. I saw they got their name, which originally was just, what, Beaver Brown, I think? Yeah. yeah. From a paint can. Mm-hmm. So. Sounds about right. Sounds very <laughs> blue collar. <laughs> it does. Um, have you ever seen pictures of the band? Not that I even know of, no. Even in the 80s, John Cafferty looks like he's 65. Does he really? Yeah. <laughs> have you watched Cobra Kai? No. I know what you're talking about. So no. he looks the way that Johnny Lawrence looks now, like, oh. <laughs> except oh. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's some people like that that just always yeah, look They just always looked old. old. Yeah. Uh-huh. Iggy Pop. Oh, God, people. yeah. Jeez, he looks like leather. <laughs> yeah. Saggy leather. Yeah. Just a well-worn leather <laughs> yes, jacket. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's get into it, shall yeah, we? Yeah, here we go. First track. You may have heard it, may have may? not. May? <laughs> I, uh, I would hope so. Yeah, it's called On the Dark Side. Oh, the shadow. 
Man, who knew Darth Vader had such uh, <laughs> such feelings? I mean, this is a decent tune. I mean, yeah. right off the bat. And it's a perfect intro for the movie. Like, the first thing you see in the is movie it, yeah. is the band playing this song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I and then it kind of, like, goes into the future, which was the 80s at, at the time. But um, this song, uh, so the movie itself didn't do very well when no. it was released. Yeah. Like I said, it was a flop. The song didn't either. Um Kenny Vance said, uh, what happened was the movie came out and that was the end of it. <laughs> and about a year later, Cafferty and I were working on his second album. The big deal out of the whole thing was that Cafferty got a record deal. And so we were working on the second album. And we got a phone call from Columbia that said, you just sold 25,000 albums today. What are you talking about? They said, Eddie and the Cruisers. When HBO first went on the mm. air, they would play a movie for a month in rotation. You'd see it seven times a day, and it became a fucking smash, and we were stunned. <laughs> he said, it, it just goes to show you, you show up, you do a great job to the best of your ability, and you never really know about the results. When the movie came out, it bombed. We were very, very lucky with that and wound up selling almost four million albums. Wow. So they really owe their success to HBO. Yeah. Yep. Which is nuts. It uh, first entered the Billboard Hot Top 100 chart more than a year earlier on October 2nd, 83 at position 64. Though a 1984 re-release of the song helped it gain more fame and it re-entered in 84. And the day after the band's appearance on Bandstand, it peaked at number seven for two weeks and spent a grand total of 27 weeks on the Top 100. Wow. It peaked number 19 on the Canadian Hot 100 and spent five weeks at number one on the mainstream rock tracks. Pretty damn cool for yeah. a movie nobody's pretty, ever yeah, heard of. Pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so you really had no knowledge whatsoever of the movie? No, I had heard uh, Other of, than like knowing what it was. I heard it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. But in fact, I, I felt that I was so familiar that I was like, oh, I've seen it, I'm sure. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm, no. Man, nope. I, I need to get a copy of the DVD then. And, I wonder... And we should watch it, because it... If I had thought about it earlier, I could have checked um, Video Horizons here mm. in town. Very cool. We have our own little neighborhood, locally owned video store. Yep, and it's another uh, shop we can put on the list of local Astoria businesses we've mentioned on the podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. that's, uh, that's, you know... Come out to Astoria. Yeah, Come hang got out. Some, we've got some cool That'd shit here. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, what are you, where, where are you at so far? Yeah, I always no, like to I, ask I was, you that after track number one. Yeah, I mean, 
I knew right away. I was like, oh, I know this song. Uh-huh. I saw the name of the song. I was like, I know it. And I don't mind it. Like, it's a good tune. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Sweet. So I was curious, curious to as to what the rest of yeah. the album was going to bring me. Well, let's find out. Let's find Track out. Track number two is called Tender Years. Yeah. I, I mean, I had ne- again. I, I knew the first song real well, mm-hmm. but I'd never gotten. I guess I'd never really thought about the the similarity of this band to uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I even wrote that down. But, I like, go ahead. So yeah, like, yeah, like so many Bruce Springsteen, especially vibes. this era of oh, of, absolutely, of Springsteen. Yes. yes, 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 yes. So I could understand the criticism and comparisons. I said I don't even like the Boss that much. Eh. But you the know. movie, the movie has me loving this band, and I said, I think I just love the Cruisers, though. <laughs> you I know? see what you're saying. I haven't pursued other John Cafferty, you know, oh, albums. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. I love the Cruisers. Sure. I, I don't love saying. John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah, I mean, I like Bruce Springsteen in that, like, kind of in passing. No. And so, yeah, I mean, this is a good tune. Which yeah. I'm, so I'm not going to like go through the whole like plot of the movie during this episode, <laughs> but just to give you a little context for this song, the whole reason they bring Frank Wordman into the band is because he's that. a better lyricist. I read the Eddie, synopsis. Eddie says, I yeah. can't write lyrics. Yeah. And so this is his first offering to the band. Oh, okay. And there's this part at the end with like that kind of piano yeah. like, on its own is like they're playing this live and this... Oh, wait, never mind. I thought that was going to be it. But uh, they're kind of just letting him go, and he's just, like, really feeling it. Uh, like, <laughs> so, okay. But they also have to teach him how to play more rock and roll. Like, Oh, I like see. Like, the first time he plays On the Dark Side, he's yeah. playing it, like, straight, and he's like, no, no, man, he's like, you got to feel it. Oh, but, uh, I see. Okay. So uh, yeah. no one wants Word Man in the band. <laughs> and their manager, Doc, who I, I would be remiss to if I didn't mention that he's played by Joey Pantoliano. Oh. Joey Pants. Yeah, uh, Joey Pants. He's, you know, he's talking to him. He's like, you know, why is he in the band? And Eddie says, he's got something we need. And he goes, like what? And he goes, words and music, Doc. Words and music. <laughs> 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 yep. Interesting. Yep. 
So, yeah. It's very much Bruce Springsteen. So much. So yeah. much. But now, with this next song, we're going to get into a little different era. We are, yeah. Because yes. this is uh, one of this is the first of uh, the covers that are yes. on this album. So we got a, a Dion cover. Mm-hmm. A little song you might know called Run Around Sue. I think including covers was really clever uh, because bar bands, I mean, sure. they don't oh, yeah. necessarily have a full set of originals. Exactly. So covers are their bread and butter. The, the Beatles, yeah. when yeah. they were playing in Germany, like all they did was covers. <laughs> covers are crowd pleasers. Oh, yeah. I mean, have, <laughs> you come to a show and you've never seen a band before, especially yeah. a bar band. Right. Like, where exactly. are you going to see them before? And uh-huh. you, you want to hear songs you know. So, so. You, so you, yeah, I know what you mean. Like that's and that's what I'm saying. Like you play all your own stuff, but uh-huh. then you throw a cover in there, and they're like, "Oh, mm, now you got the okay. audience's attention yeah. again." So yeah, yeah. Um, so one thing I wanted to point out uh, was Michael Paré does a really, really good job of making it seem like he's the one singing. Oh, really? You ever watch a like you watch a movie with a band in oh, it, my and the singer like it's yes. clearly not his voice. So, especially many, when they speak, so many times. And we'll hear it at the beginning of this next track. Like you can tell, Michael Paré is is trying to sound like John Cafferty even when he speaks. Sure. Because there's a little bit of banter. They're they're playing a college show on this next track, and so there's a little bit of you hear him speaking to the crowd, and it's like, oh yeah, he's he. You look confused. I. I am getting like the craziest deja vu. Are you? <laughs> oh, that's the weirdest feeling. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Maybe. Oh, that's in weird. A, in a past life. Oh, that's Never weird. had deja vu on the podcast Dude, before. Dude, that's weird. Oh, that's just that's hilarious. That is a, a off-putting feeling. <laughs> I was like, I feel like I know what you're gonna say next. Like, yeah, that's weird. So, uh, wow. Like, I guess one of my favorite examples of where it doesn't match is that thing you do. Oh, sure. Yeah. Jimmy does not sound like the, <laughs> no, the no, singer. No. Nope. Not, no, a, there are, not at all. There are, or, yeah. It just I doesn't like match. quite a few movies where it's like, ah, oh, wow, that is so, it's so jarring. Yeah. But even like you, you know, if you ever end up watching the movie, yes. like you watch the way he's even like forming the words with his mouth and it seems like it fits. Nice. So okay. he does a really good job. And, and you'll hear it on the beginning of this next track where, he oh, his speaking yeah, voice yeah, even yeah. sounds like John Cafferty. It's kind of that rough, kind of gravelly. 
sound. So this is actually two songs. Yep. Um, Genius split it into two, which uh, confused me. Yeah, me too. Because it, it said it had 10 tracks on the Genius page. This album only has nine tracks. Yeah. Um, so okay. yeah. the okay. first song is uh, an original called Down on My Knees. And then it, they go into Hang Up My Rock and Roll Shoes, which is a Chuck Willis mm-hmm. cover. So uh, to set up the scene a little, they are playing a college <laughs> show. And right before that show, Frank Wordman Ridgeway is seen by Eddie kissing Eddie's girlfriend. <gasps> Drama. Oh, snap. And so he kind of like kind of like calls him out on stage. Yeah. About it. Calls well, him, that's he, what's keeps, going. keeps calling him Toby Tyler. Oh. Which is weird. I don't. Well, re- I don't remember the reference. But anyway, now I uh, know. <clears throat> let's get into the track. Here we go. So I'll just play like the the spoken part and then go into the song. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Hey man, you got some fine college here. All the advantages: Ivy walls, lecture halls, full dress balls, and you got the cruises for the nasty stuff. sure where the next song begins yeah, that's okay we'll uh we'll just talk about this okay. a little bit sure. uh, how are you feeling about this original i mean that's fine it's, i don't know it's not bad it's yeah not, it's, I mean, it's just a yeah. rock and roll song yeah uh, right. so yeah, pretty simple uh, i thought you might like this in the movie they're playing at a college called benton college which isn't real yeah uh, and it's actually where word man graduated from <clears throat> but um Sal, the bassist, says, Hey, Wordman, the shindig tonight. How are we supposed to dress? He says, Hey, wait a minute. What is the big deal? We played at colleges before. And then Eddie says, Yeah, sure. We played at St. Something down in Delaware and fairly ridiculous up in Madison. But we ain't never played at no finishing school like this. Are you familiar with Fairly Dickinson College in Madison? I am not. Is that real? It's called Fair, F-A-I-R-L-E-I-G-H. Fairly. Oh. But it's... Okay, here we got the next song. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Hang up my rock and roll shoes. Go ahead and turn it up. He's got a little more banter. <laughs> Go ahead and pause it real quick. Sorry. Yeah, no. I'm a ding dong. Fairly Dickinson University is in Madison, New Jersey. Not oh, Madison, is Wisconsin. it really? Oh, dang. <laughs> well, that makes I'm sense. An I'm an idiot. 
Okay, back it so up a few. The beginning seconds. of the song uh-huh. sounds like. Oh my god, I can't think of the name of the. I know it's like the dark and dirty. What was that? I know it's nice and dark or something. Oh my God! Someone's gonna, <laughs> someone's gonna know what I'm talking about. Someone's <laughs> yelling at their speaker right now. something. I'm gonna just let you keep going until you get it. Someone's gonna know. Oh my God! Someone's gosh. gonna know. All right. Get, get out of the hair, long hair. Get out of the hair. hair. No, long, get out of the car, long, long hair. hair. Oh, my God. I'm going nuts. I'm going to look it up. Get out of the car, car long, long hair. hair. It's not popping up. It's not a real song. <laughs> you sure you're not having deja vu again? Oh, my God. I shouldn't have done mushrooms before I came back. <laughs> All right. Back All right, this, back back this up it, a few seconds and then, yeah. and then play it. Here we go. Mama said that she don't like it. She like that rock and roll. Oh, mama, mama. All right, turn it down, Kirk. Kirk, Kirk got the answer, everybody. Kirk got the answer. I think so. Uh, let me uh, bring it up here. I believe it is your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. Oh, okay. Uh, and I want to see if I can prove myself either wrong Get or out right. Get car, here. long hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Loggins and Messina. Ooh. Uh, a bit of Danny's song. A what? Danny's song. Loggins and Messina. Danny. You never heard of Danny's song? Oh, I, I, I thought you were talking about a person named, like... No. Oh, my God. I told you. Um, what are the... Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. You can play the song or what? Yes. Uh... Is it called your daddy? Don't dance. What is oh it called? Gosh. Sorry, we put the whole show on hold. Everybody, what the hell is the name of the song? <laughs> your mama don't dance. Oh, it's mama don't dance. And your daddy don't rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama don't, don't dance. And your daddy don't. By poison here. Logan Musita. Here we go. That sounds nothing alike. (laughs) Yeah, well, just. We stopped everything for that. Be nice to me. Okay. You have to. I do. I'm your co-host. 
That's the last reason I should be nice to you. (laughs) (laughs) That's podcast law. Uh, I don't know about that. Tell that to the Threedom boys. Oh, are you comparing us to Threedom? No, maybe it's just because I was listening to them on the way up here. I do like them. Me too. They just started putting out new albums. New season started. Anyway, yep, I saw that. Uh, yeah. Let's do so the song and take now a that break. I derailed everything. Yeah, let's do the song and take a break. Oh, all righty. There's only nine tracks on this album. Yeah, this is a that short crazy? one. Um, what was that? Oh, uh, it's called <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, wow. Track number five is called Wild Summer. Welcome Nights. to our first episode <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> Lake pipes. Uh, so let those lake pipes roar into the wild summer nights. I believe they are a type of exhaust pipe. Okay, I figured as much. It kind of s- seems familiar to me. Yeah, and I'm a car guy. I should know. Yeah, but, you should know. Uh, but you don't. I don't know for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. Uh, you know, we're gonna, you know, beat a dead horse on this, but. Bruce Springsteen could have written this that's, song. <laughs> I, that's like what I wrote in my notes. Was like Bruce. This is like so Bruce Springsteen. Yep. And I don't know if it was. No, it wasn't this song. I think it's coming up. They even and I didn't know at the time. I was like, Oh, I love oh. this piano. I don't know why. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. They. It's like s- the only saving grace for this song for me. Actually, <laughs> I don't like this song that much. I don't know. It's it's fine. Uh, anyway, sorry. They say they mentioned New Jersey. Yeah, and uh-huh. I didn't realize that it's because the band in the movie is from New Jersey. Yeah, they're from Jersey. So yeah. I was like, really? Like, man, you gotta <laughs> like just ripping Bruce Springsteen off completely. Yeah, even taking his talent. No, from him. it's because the cruiser's <laughs> from New Jersey. Yes, and now I, I get it. Was Bruce Springsteen? I mean, he was big at this time. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So. Do you think... 83? When did did Born in the USA come out? uh, I don't know. So do you think Eddie and the Cruisers was kind of modeled after him a little bit? Well, I mean, I said it at the beginning of the... Hold on, I gotta pause for this again. It reminds me of a... Lady! I I was literally just thinking that. (laughs) Yes. Lady! When 
when I'm with you, I'm smiling. Uh, Born in the USA came out in 84. Oh, it did. But I know it wasn't his first album, so. No, no. The River came out in 80. Born to Run came out in 75. But I mean, the director literally said, I want them to sound like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So I just didn't know if like that was intentional, like they were kind of modeled after Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, well, well, he said, you know, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, at least, were literally Eddie and the Cruisers, down to the same saxophone player, (laughs) which which is is probably why he got cast in the movie. R.I.P. Wendell. Oh, yeah? Wendell dies, dies of a drug overdose. In, oh, in, in the, the movie. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, in the movie. No, Aunt, Michael Antunes is still alive. I didn't know. I had no anyway, idea. Um, we're going to take a break. We are. I'm going to go check those Ivy Walls. What? Lecture halls. Jeez. For the dirty stuff? And the cruises. <laughs> For the, the nasty dirt. stuff. Oh, nasty stuff. Sorry. <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. They're not really a nasty band. They're not. They're <laughs> pretty but, mild. But Eddie plays a, with a sleeveless black T-shirt on, so he's Ooh, he's, he's a bad a, boy. I guess he is. All right, friends. All right. We'll be back. Yup. Hi, everybody. At You've Never Heard This. My name is Matt from the Nighthawks podcast, and I'm Trevor from the Nighthawks podcast. We're asking with some incredulity. You've never heard the Nighthawks podcast. You mean the Nighthawks podcast, the cinema-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late? The very same Nighthawks podcast that gives you valuable context on film and covers new movies and old movies? The Nighthawks podcast also covers movies we love and movies nobody loves. You like how we keep saying Nighthawks podcast? Nighthawks podcast. You can find Nighthawks podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. And we also cover movies from Norway. Nighthawks podcast. The movie nobody loves is Shark Week. It's soda. It's not pop, Kurt. Quit saying pop. pop. It is pop. Pop. Get out of here. Get out of here, pop. <laughs> God. It's not a bubbler either. That's how we say it in Wisconsin. Well, depending on where you are, I guess. Pop. <laughs> How's your whiskey? Mm. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Mm. You sounded like you were about to... Well, I mean, a little bit of burn there on the... Delicious. A little bit of burn on the back of the throat. Can't hold your liquor. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll find out later. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's been a while since I've had uh, whiskey. Uh, I had some on my birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, but was, uh, beyond that, that was recently. Yeah, beyond that, I don't drink whiskey very often. November 5th. Yep. Remember, remember. The 5th of November. Indeed. But there's no, yeah. uh, no Guy Fox in our next song. There is not at all. There's an angel. Yeah. There is. <laughs> no, there is. Yeah, it's called Boardwalk Angel.
Decent little tune. I don't know. Again, yeah, like, it, it's one of the originals that actually sounds like it's from the '60s. Yeah, it does. I'll tell you what. I feel lied to. Why? Because I hear a xylophone in this song. Yes. Not a single damn person plays a xylophone in the movie. Oh, <laughs> it was a sample. I don't know. Yeah, most of it. So the beginning of this song, again. I was like, this sounds like another song, and maybe I'll be wrong again. <laughs> oh, no, is that what you were looking up just yeah. now? I saw you typing on your phone, and just kind of had this like mischievous smile on your face. Because so. I was like, am I gonna be like, I don't, I don't know why, <laughs> but okay, hear me out. I'm gonna turn this up a little bit. Okay. We'll see if I'm right. Okay. I'm gonna play the beginning again, and then I'll play this song. Okay. All right, so now let me play this one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you you you, you nailed it a little more on that one. That one was a little better. Yeah. Oh, Brooks and Dunn. I I love Brooks and Dunn. I was gonna say like. I am not a, and I think we've touched on this before, I am not a new country fan. You are a neo-traditionalist country um, fan. I do like some of the 90s-ish, yeah. cause just, I think more because I grew up with it. So like, yeah, that song, Same. I can stomach that song. Yeah. It's a it's a fun song. You know that uh, that podcast I was telling you about, Bandsplain? Yeah, yeah. Uh, their newest, ep- well, not their newest one. They had one come out yesterday, but the last week's episode is about Reba. Oh, and it's okay. almost it's almost four hours long that episode. Holy They're, shnikes! She's been I didn't realize her career had been as see I she's, like she's Reba. been she's been making music since the seventies. Give and me I some no Reba, idea. love Reba. It's Old been a, Reba. it's been a really good episode so far. Wow, I nice. haven't even cracked the halfway mark yet. Jeez, but. that's a wow. Yeah. Anyway, um, should we start making our episodes like four yeah. hours? <laughs> yeah, let's God. do it. Let's Jesus. do it, shall we? <laughs> We already have like scheduling issues, and we like. I know. Now we yeah. need to set aside at least four hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Wow. That's uh, you know we're almost done with this album. Track number seven. Uh, it's gonna sound a little different, <laughs> yeah. and I'll explain why when we talk about it. This is another cover. Mm-hmm. Betty Lou's got a new pair of shoes.
just play the whole song. I know. So um, this is one of the parts of the movie that's in the 80s where Ellen Birkin's character is visiting each of the band members and Sal Amato, the bass player, is now... He's fronting... He's frontlining... Front manning. Whatever the word is. His cats have... uh, (laughs) Please, yes. <laughs> yeah, front line. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, he is the lead of a. Oh, I hit <laughs> the wrong one. Damn it. Uh, anyway, Eddie, and the crew, <laughs> Eddie and the Cruisers tribute band at a Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. That's okay. kind of what he's doing with gotcha. his life right now. Poor Sal. Poor Sal. Um, this was a Bobby Freeman song originally. Uh, it is. I've. I've Brought up the album before on the playlist or on the podcast. Um, I have Neil Young's two worst albums yes. on vinyl, and one we, of them yeah. is an album of old fifties and sixties rock songs, and he does a cover of this song. Does he? Okay. So imagine. Penny Rose got a new It's pretty, uh, pretty not. I good. listened to an episode of uh, what is bizarre it? albums? Yes. where he talks about trans. Yes. Yeah, that's the other one I have. That one sounds kind of interesting, though. Yeah. But when Weird. you think of Neil Young, you're not thinking of synths. No, not at all. So, anyway, here we are. The penultimate track. <laughs> what is it? Wait. What track? Second to last track, Kirk. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, gotcha. We got to stop doing that. Why? People getting mad at us? <laughs> didn't, didn't, your, didn't your brother uh, post a bunch of shirt ideas yes, for us? Yes, he did. And that was one of them. We got to stop doing I that. Didn't, oh, stop doing that. Yeah. No, it should say penultimate. Yeah. Oh, I like this is the Now I like that. Put penultimate on the front and then on the back say, this is the second to last shirt you'll ever need. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a shirt oh, idea. There we go. Oh, I like it. Yep. Oh, I like that a lot. Oh, man. It's good. Anyway. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> this, oh god! This song is called "Those Oldies But Goodies." Goodies. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I forgot that this has the like. Uh, oh, you, extended uh, name. Yeah, and I almost said these oldies but good knees. Good so, knees. Uh, these oldies but goodies remind me of you. Those oldies but Kirk was getting into it. Also, I'm pretty sure I said these oldies, but goodies. It's those. So I want to give it the right title there. A good little uh, doo-wop song. Yeah. 
Um, so the singing voice for Sal Amato is the uh, music supervisor and producer of the album, Kenny Vance. Oh, okay. Um, I have an issue with the song. What's up? And it's grammatical. Reminds me of <laughs> you. Yes. Yeah. That no, bugs dri- me. Drives me nuts. Uh, and actually, the title has it right. Yeah. These oldies but goodies remind, remind me, me of you. But the song, he sings it. Damn it, in- Sal. Incorrectly. Yeah, this is a Little Caesar and the Romans cover. Oh, yeah. Wait, did I wonder, did they say it correctly? Maybe. I'm curious. I don't know. Let me find out. Yeah. All I think of when I see Little Caesar is crazy bread. Well, right? We don't, have a, we don't have a Little Caesars around we here. We don't. I wish we did, because I, I jones for some crazy bread every once in a while. And they're, like, cheap. Yeah, they are. $5 yeah, freaking... Whatever. Like, you come in and just grab a pizza, and it's... it's we had one back in Wisconsin. That's all I really yeah. remember. Oldies but goodies, Little Caesar and the Romans. <laughs> Those oldies but goodies reminds me. Oh, <laughs> dang you, Little Caesar. Uh, Come on. No more pizza pizza for you. <laughs> like, it's funny. That is something I've thought about in songs before. Uh-huh. And actually something I've talked to people about is sometimes songs are not, I mean, Quite often, actually, not grammatically correct. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of times when they're not grammatically correct, it's more because they're doing it to fit the beat or the to make a rhyme or whatever. Yeah. Do you do you remember the? There's a country artist named Aaron Tippett. Oh yeah, yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with the radio. Oh sure. Uh, there's a Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> album where they're doing country songs yeah. and they get Aaron Tippett on the, on, they do his song okay. and they get Aaron Tippett to be on it and he's singing it the way that he sings it. And Simon goes, no, no, no. It's, there isn't anything wrong with the radio. Like, oh, I just remember that from when I was a kid. That's kind of cute. He's <laughs> like, no, it's not, there ain't nothing. It's, there isn't that's anything cute. wrong. <laughs> Well, it's funny because, like, with this one, there's no reason to say reminds. Yeah. yeah. They could just say reminded and it would work just fine. We're, oh, we're getting in, uh, into... I'm just saying... We're like, getting into I don't know why that, territory. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know why that bugs me so much, but it really does. Well, too bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Final track. Here yeah. we are. This track is called Season in Hell Parenthetical. Fire sweet and parenthetical.
I genuinely enjoyed this song. Song rules, man. Yeah, and this I this is the one we were talking about earlier when yeah. I said my brother said it was fire. fire. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting thinking about it is that I think this is the one of the songs where they really kind of got away from that Bruce Springsteen sound. Yeah, and I think maybe that's like okay now. I'm it uh, didn't go so hot for the cruisers. I'll tell you that much. No. Yeah. Um, so the record company executive uh, Lou Eisen did not like the album and refused to release it. <laughs> and uh, so F you, Lou Eisen. <laughs> also played by Kenny Vance, the music producer. Oh, okay. Um, so um, this is, you know what? I'm going to spoil the movie. It's been out for 38 years. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, and you, you can't you've, find you've it. You've had so. a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, um, so this is where Eddie leaves, takes the masters, he hides them. Mm. And okay. um, he drives off a bridge and his body disappears. And so in the 80s, Frank goes to visit Joanne because somebody has been like ransacking their houses looking mm-hmm. for these masters. Okay. And um, so he goes to talk to Joanne Carlino and she tells him that somebody has been parking outside of her house in a 57 Chevy, just like Eddie's. That's in the, yes, that's in the, uh, in the trailer. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, they like grab someone out of the driver's seat. Yeah. So um, he's been flashing the high beams on and yep. off just, just like, like Eddie, Eddie used, to, used do. to do. Yeah. And so Frank goes out because he shows up while he's at Joanne's house and okay. he pulls Doc, the manager, oh. out of the house because out Doc's, of the car. Or out of the car. Yeah. Excuse me. Doc's been trying to find these masters. Joanne knows where they are because she was there when Eddie hit him. Oh, so he's trying to pretend like he's Eddie. Yes. Back from the dead. Or yes. Not, not, I mean, like, yes. he, he didn't actually die. Right. And that okay. he, he, uh, he's trying to release the, um, the album that never came out called Season in Hell. And, um, they give him the tapes and they release it because he's oh. just, he's just trying to, Oh, you know, I see. He's just trying to, you know, get it make, out a, make a name for himself and get it out there. Okay. And then spoilers and a surprise reveal at the ending: a bearded, much older-looking Eddie is shown uh-huh. alive, uh-huh. watching the multiple televisions uh-huh. in the window of an appliance store, where the ending credits of Foley's documentary tribute to him and the band roll. He smiles serenely, proud to know that his work is finally being Whoa. heard, and then disappears into the night. Oh, wow. Which is why the sequel to this movie is called Eddie and the Cruisers 2, Eddie Lives. I saw it's that. real bad. He's a construction <laughs> worker in Montreal, and uh, he forms a new band. But he's not telling anyone that he's Eddie. And somebody is finally like, "You, you got to like this is how you're going to get famous by telling people that you're Eddie Wilson." Oh, and so, okay. It's not good. It's oh. not a good movie. So, so uh, here we are. There is another on Spotify. There is another version of that song, the last one here. Really? And it's called. Uh, re- it's just uh, season. In Hell Reprise. Hmm. The one we listened to is is Fire Sweet. Where'd you find that? It's just, it was, because when I download this to my computer, so I'm going to play it here and just see, I want to see what. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, during, this is the, during the credits. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's just another version, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, okay. This is a little different, isn't it? Yeah. Weird. This is one huh. of those this is one of those things where do you remember in our Yes. Jay Riotard album? Yes. 
Your episode? I had like other, or I did, or you, what was it? One of us had songs. Extra tracks. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Joe and I were like, and that's it. And you're like, no, it's not. We still have two that's songs. That's right. Yep. This uh-huh. studio is a weird portal. I guess it is. That just like puts music on my phone. <laughs> yeah. 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 I totally forgot about this. Uh, yeah. It's it, this plays during the credits of the movie. Okay. After Eddie walks away from the store, gotcha. watching his music. Okay. So well, there we go. What are your final Let thoughts, me, uh, my friend? Uh, Tread lightly. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it was a a, a pleasant listen. Nothing, Good. nothing really that you know. Nothing really stood out, mm-hmm. um, other than maybe that season in hell. It was a pretty good tune. Uh, am I correct in assuming that's going to be your playlist? Oh, pick? absolutely. Cool. Yeah, that's an easy choice. Though. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of i i i think the kind of juxtaposition of your. <laughs> I can hear your chair squeaking. Can you really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, that's not the route. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, the juxtaposition of the different kind of eras of mm-hmm. music kept me interested. Okay. Um, it didn't feel disjointed because I didn't. It, it's a soundtrack, so I'm not in that like mindset of this is a. You know what I mean? Like a fluid album. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise, I could see that as being kind of jarring. You know. But okay. No, yeah. it was fine. No, it was. Awesome. Uh, you know, yeah, like I said, just it was fine. Cool. Not good, not bad, not, you know. Yeah. Just uh, right in the middle. Now I want to watch the movie and see if maybe, I don't know. If you find a copy at Video Horizons. I'll check, I'll check Horizons. Let me know because I want to yeah. watch it with you. It's been okay. a while since yeah. I've watched it. We'll have a movie night. That'll be good. Let's do it. Yeah. So we got Season in Hell Fire Suite yes. on the playlist. You can find that on Spotify. It's just official. You've never heard this playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a hold of us, please. Yeah. Come we'll on. ignore your Facebook comments like Nathan says we do. <laughs> that was one of his other what t-shirts. What it was, too. Y-N-T-H, ignoring Facebook comments since 2020. And I love that Eric is trying really hard to fulfill my um, request of an album that you think we would really, oh, yeah. truly hate. Yeah, I looked up that band that you... Told me about I didn't. Them. I didn't yet. listen to them, but yeah. I, I wanted to know what kind of music sure. they were. So we can oh, talk, we can talk about that later. Yeah, Eric and I talked a little bit about that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. yeah, get a hold of us on Facebook. It's Never Heard Pod. Yeah. Instagram's also Never Heard Pod. Uh, Never Heard Pod at Gmail dot com. I am still slacking on the website. So uh, I know we'll I told going. You, I told you guys it was gonna happen this week, but I'm okay. a liar. So um, that's it. That's all I got. All right. You got anything else? I got nothing. You got the cruises for the nasty stuff? (laughs) For the nasty stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, love you guys. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See ya.